Today we have a very special guest with us, Tom Allen, the head coach at Indiana University. Welcome to the Coaching Minds Podcast, helping you overcome obstacles so you can reach and achieve more. Here are your hosts, Ben and C. Coach Allen was a high school football coach in Florida and Indiana from 1992 to 2006 before making the jump to the collegiate level, joining Chris Creighton at Wabash College. Coach Allen made stops at other programs, including Arkansas State, Ole Miss, and South Florida, among others, before joining Indiana University, where he became the defensive coordinator and very shortly after the head coach. Coach Allen's wins in his first three years are the most in school history, with a laundry list of achievements in a season where the Hoosiers beat Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin, and a few plays short of knocking off number three Ohio State. Coach Allen was named both Big Ten and National Coach of the Year. Coach Allen, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to chat with us today. Oh, you're welcome. But you've been looking forward to this. Pleasure to be on your show. Coach Allen, a good chunk of uh, our listeners, like we said, they are uh, football coaches and football players. And anybody that lives in this area uh, of Indiana or, or the Midwest, they undoubtedly know what LEO stands for. Just so everyone knows exactly what we're talking about, could you, could you go a little bit deeper into that as we get started? Yeah, it stands for love each other. Uh, it's, it's the foundation of our program. Uh, we talk about uh, accountability, toughness, and love are the three pillars of Indiana football, and we brand all that and wrap all that up with the phrase LEO. Uh, love each other. And, and to me, it's relationship driven. And that's the, that's at the core of it. It's where it all begins. It starts in recruiting uh, with the players and their families, and it extends into when they come on campus. And so uh, brought that to Indiana when I came here. I've always uh, followed the approach uh, of the LEO philosophy my whole coaching career. It's always been about relationships for me. It's always been about building trust with your players, uh, building belief with your players, building confidence with your guys. Uh, not just within themselves, but within uh, the player-to-coach relationship, the player-to-player relationship, the coach-to-coach relationship, and and ultimately how your team performs as a whole. And so I just believe so strongly that uh, when you have a football team that really truly doesn't care who gets the credit because it's not about them, that's what LEO is all about. I saw on the IU website that the teams you have been a part of have had a 73% winning percentage. After spending so much time as, as part of so many successful programs, what have you seen on the field that, that really cemented that, yes, love is one of the things that we're going to build this thing around? Well, the interesting thing about that and in all those years and all the places that I've been to, um, except for two, uh, the majority of those places were had losing seasons the year before we got there. And so that's really, uh, to me, the the reality of the change that's created. And that's the ability to create that belief. And then, like I said, for whatever reason, not necessarily by design, I've been drawn to places that had needs for some change. And and that's sometimes that's where opportunities present themselves, where a program that, you know, even coming here as defensive coordinator in 2016, the defense was was struggling. Matter of fact, ranked ranked the worst in the country right. overall, and and uh, had to make some created some some true genuine changes. And so I, I think that what you say when you talk about what the evidence is, or the, it's it's the way the players perform, it's the way they respond to the coaching, it's the way they respond to each other, and the bond that you build within those guys. And to me, that's that's the common denominator is the the belief that is created. All the different places, all the way from small school to big school, high school to 
small college to major college. You know, it's it's all to me. What I've learned is it's 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 all the same. How you build a team, how you build belief, doesn't change. It's just you know sometimes you're bigger, faster, stronger, but that's all relative based on the level that you're coaching at. Coach uh, Tressel, a few weeks ago when we we talked with him, he was talking about occasionally assistant coaches who wanted maybe more film time. Uh, you know, we had like culture, you maybe had time scheduled up for some culture stuff, but they're like, man, we just want more film time to get better on the, on the field. Uh, when you first brought love into the program, was there resistance on, uh, to how to handle that from your assistant coaches? Oh, uh, maybe, you know, I, I think, uh, cause you've got to think about it. When I came here, I was the only one that came in new defensively to this staff. And so, you know, the guys that were already here, you know, I had to create, their belief in, in this philosophy. And I guess the, the biggest thing is when you talk about from the time perspective, and this is what I would say, I would, I would rather spend time with the players one-on-one and, and helping them grow as a man than sitting there and watching film to figure out how to out-scheme somebody or, or that. Because I, I think to me that is at the core of how they will eventually perform. You know, and it's just like, you know, to me it's, it's the, the whole approach of, you're just building the person from the inside out. And that's what I believe in that. And I, and I believe so strongly that when the when that foundation is strong, when the core is strong, when the culture is strong, uh, the football side takes care of itself. And so I, I think you have to remember, you know, it's like you build a house. You got to have a great foundation. And when the foundation is strong, it'll be able to weather the tests of time, all the, the adversity that's going to come, not if, but when it comes. And that's why I've spent so much time in building culture and building it from the inside out. Could we could we talk just a little bit more about that that process of building it? You know, obviously obviously now you're the head coach, so people have to do what you say. Um, but you know, it, it's a lot more effective when your players are buying into it, your staff is buying into it. The, the whole program says yes, this is important. So how how do you get how do you get it to the point where this isn't just something that they're expected to do? but it's something that they want to do. And then even they want to promote it to the younger guys or the people coming into the program. Well, that's why I do think there's a lot of layers to this. You know, there's not just one thing that you say, Hey, this is the key thing. Um, And so for me, when you talk about, you you go back and you look, and I've done this, I've kind of reflected on back to different places we've been and how we've created the the changes and the turnarounds and the eventual performance on the field. And so I think, but it always starts once again with uh, taking the time to invest and the players. And that has never ceased to be the case. I came to Indiana, D.C. First thing I did was meet with every single player one-on-one. And that's always a foundational starting point is one-on-one relationship building because I didn't recruit these guys. And so I had to get in there and, and dive into their lives and, and write down everything about them and their, their parents and their siblings and, and the, the things that they love and the things that they're, you know, their goals. And, and one big thing I, that's a big key to all this because it's all about connection is I say, you tell me the three most important things in your life. And I write those three things down. And that really drives everything else because that tells me this is what they value, okay? So that had to happen in a different way here because I came in brand new. Now, as the head coach, you now want to recruit both players and coaches that have an alignment with your philosophy. And so the reason why that's such a big deal is if they don't care about character development, if they don't care about, I mean, not that you don't care about it, but if it's, if they're more worried about just, Hey, just give me to the field. I want to, I want to go to the NFL. Well, you know what, if that's your, that's all you care about, you probably won't be a great fit for us. Okay. 
And so I had to find a way, even when the guys were already here, if that was their primary goal, I still had to find a way to connect with them from my heart to their heart. It's about capturing the hearts and minds of your players. That does not happen overnight. That is a timely process that takes a lot of energy, a lot of effort, and a lot of time to invest in these guys. And so to me, you have to prove to them on a daily basis that you truly do care more about them as a person than as a football player. And everybody says that. Everybody's like, hey, you got, you know, they don't always show that. And the kids know. I promise you. They know when there's a difference. And so you you build that. Like you said, whatever role I've been in, whatever situation, you have to adapt to that. But at the end of the day, it's the same thing. So like right now, we got a whole team full of guys that we've recruited here that their parents and these kids and every coach, everybody's part of this program was recruited here to either coach or play here under the premise of buying into LEO. And so I know very well, because I've sat in their homes and I've been with these families for a long time, that they believe in it. And so therefore, like you said, when you come somewhere and you build it that way, it's a little different than when you come in as a position coach. I still don't do any different. I just had to build it in a different way. Coach, last week we had a, a Coach P reach out to us on Twitter, and he asked us this question. He said, how do you teach something like selflessness in a society that is so inherently selfish? Uh, do you have any advice on action steps uh, to, for a high school coach um, to address that? Well, I think the first thing you do is you find a way to get them involved in serving their community. Um, I, uh, I've done this specifically with coaches. I've, I've given this as an idea. I think it's a great thing. I've got feedback from it. It's a great a way to, to get their focus off themselves, uh, help them appreciate what they have. Uh, is a lot of, there's a lot of things you can go with that in a lot of creative ways. I think that's number one. Number two, you got to convince them this. And this is what I told our defense the first one of our first meetings. I said, fellas, here's, here's the reality. I said, if you try to advance yourself individually in this sport, okay, and make it about you, and because that's what happens. And you, you, I've been a part of these teams that weren't winning, and you first come here and they're like, these kids, man, they all want to play in the NFL. So, well, if the team's not going to do any good and defense ain't going to be good, I'm, I'm at least trying to make plays myself, right? And get my own, my tape looking good. And so I, I try, I, I address it head up. I said, head on. I'm like, hey, this is the reality. I said, if you try to do it that way, you won't do very well, and neither will the team. So it's, it's a lose lose, right? I said, but if you submit to this philosophy, if you buy into LEO, and you really, truly don't care to get to credit because it's not about you. And you live that out every single day and you submit to everything we ask you to do to put the team first and allow this football team to grow in our belief and our confidence and the way we perform. When the end, when the team does well, I said, I promise you, you will get recognized. And you think about that. Even these the years we've had here in Indiana, when we've played at the highest level and achieved great things as a team, we've had more individual accolades than any other time. That, that the Indiana has seen in, in, in a long, long time. So that is exactly how it works. And so, and then when you have the chance to show that and they, they experience that they're, they got, they're, they're hooked. They realize, man, that is, cause it's a, it's a team sport. It's the greatest team sport of all. Why? Because weather sport has this many people that you got to come together and get aligned to do something together. Coach, there's a, there's a buzz around the IU football program that I haven't seen since the late Coach Hepner. People are excited about the program. They're proud to be Hoosier fans that this is the best IU football has been in a long time. But, you know, like Kobe Bryant said, he, he said, I'm not going to climb this mountain and stop most of the way up and look around and celebrate. I want to get to the top. 
You know, can you can you talk just a little bit about the balance between celebrating the successes that your program has had and being able to show your players, look, here's here's some reward for the sacrifices that you've made, but not be satisfied and still push them to want to achieve more and really keep fighting and working toward their full potential. Yeah, it's a great question. It's a, it's a great challenge, you know, and I, and I think that because you do have to celebrate the things that we've been able to do the last couple seasons. And, and as you mentioned, the excitement is being built and, and the expectation that comes with that, which is which we embrace because that's what you want. You know, I talked about when I came here that mindset, your mindset drives your expectations and your beliefs. And we wanted to change the expectations in Indiana and create belief. And so, and that's what's happening. So now, now it's happened. We can't go ducking from it. You know, you gotta, you know, you gotta embrace it head on. And so, but the way we approach it this year, and so, because you're right, we did some great things in 2020, and but we didn't finish the way we wanted to finish, right? And we didn't finish uh, you know, the game against Ohio State the way we wanted to finish out. I mean, maybe we didn't we didn't start the way we needed to start and put ourselves in a hole. But but the reality is, is that we have now got to be able to take it from the level we've taken it to and find a way to get to that next step. And so that's where. The, the internal components of your program and the internal components of your culture, that's where they got to kick in. Because here's the reality. We we have not accomplished anything. And, and we, we, we haven't won the Big Ten East. Okay? We haven't won the Big Ten yet. Okay? We haven't won a bowl game. So, yeah, we did a lot of great things. We've done some, got a lot of big wins, and that's awesome. And those, those wins are going to help give us confidence for the future. But we have bigger goals. And, and the reality is I want us, and I believe we can win the Big Ten. I said it from the first day I got here and I put it out when I was the first named the head coach and, and at, at the Big Ten Media Days and, and talk about how long it had been since we had done that and, and different things in the program. And so to me, that that is the ultimate goal. And so we haven't accomplished that yet. And so and our team understands that. So we have one words every year. Last year was relentless. Before that, it was it was grit. Well, 2021, one word is chase. And so we had a big team meeting. When we got back from the bowl game. And had a big slide presentation about this very topic. And so the whole goal is we're in 2021. All right. We're going to chase greatness. We're going to chase after a Big Ten championship. Okay. And so what does that mean? Well, that's our one word. And that drives everything that we do for this whole entire offseason and into the season. And so I put the definition up for chase on the board with this big old picture of a lion up there. And, and the definition is this. It's an earnest or frenzied seeking after something desired. Okay. That's what chase means. And then besides earnest and frenzied, I further define those two words. Earnest means an intense conviction. Okay. That's a grit your teeth, lock your jaw. I'm going to fight for what I believe in. Okay. And then the, the next word is frenzied, which is a fiery, passionate pursuit of something. All right. So that's the vision I have for that word chase. And so I said, fellas, I want us to chase greatness every single day, all right? And when we do that, that's going to allow us to take this program to the next step up, all right? And so that's the focus, all right? So we every single, I'm, I'm in the process of meeting with our guys individually one more time. Okay, I meet with these guys probably more than any head coach in America, one-on-one time with these, with these players. It takes a ton of time to do this. So I'm doing that right now as we speak, okay, during this whole week and into next week. And I've been at all last week. And so we go through, and each guy had to come up with three things, okay, and where they're chasing greatness in their personal life, in their academic life, and in their physical life, okay, and the physical piece is slash football, all right? And so they got to identify three things. That's nine total items that they're chasing greatness every single day. And to me, that's how you build. That's how you create a mindset that we're not satisfied with where we're at because we're chasing greatness. 
Okay, we haven't accomplished that yet. So we are unsatisfied. We are not where we want to be. And we're going to chase after greatness every single day. And that's my approach. And that's how we're dealing with it. And our guys are responding really, really well right now. Love it. As we're as we're kind of getting toward the end of our time here, do, do you mind t- touching on just leadership development? Just the, the guys within your program that you know when they speak up in the locker room, guys are going to look to them and listen to them, and, and they have influence. How, how do you guys go about just kind of intentionally improving their leadership abilities? Yes, well, what we do, we have a leadership council that we put together as a staff, and we have 26 players on that, so it's a lot of guys. And we got every class represented, every position represented, and I lead those sessions. We do them throughout the entire spring, and we use John Maxwell's 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, and we go through and we show them how to lead. So I've learned a long time ago, you can't leave with a chance. You know, the, the natural-born leaders, I mean, those are few and far between. And uh, I, I get it. Some guys are more intrinsically, you know, have a, have a you know, knack to talk and know what to maybe say, but I'm not going to rely on that. I'm not rolling the dice on that. So we want to help train these guys. And so the first step in all that is, is to, to, to just totally eliminate the myth that they're going to lead by example. I hate that phrase. Okay. All that means is just doing your job. I mean, it's great. That's awesome. But, you know, just, and this is how I explained to you. I said, what, what if fellas, what if I told you I was going to lead this team by example? And I never said nothing. That wouldn't, that wouldn't work, right? You right. got to speak. I said, so you have to speak. Everybody wants to lead by example because they don't want to say anything. They don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They don't want to say and confront their teammates. And I said, guys, that does not work. That is not, that is not leadership in my definition for you, for the leadership council in this group. So I want them to lead and encourage, which that's easy, okay? But confront, challenge. Hold your teammates accountable. And I'm telling you, you got you to equip them to do that, that the right way and how to do it. And you have to empower them to do that. And that, to me, is intentional. And so we meet with them. And it's, it's me and the guys. And we meet. And uh, it's a big part of our program. And to me, it's, it's a huge part of, of us. I, I felt like it kind of when we started doing that, we started taking off because it became their team and not my team or the coach's team. Yeah. Coach Allen, it's been awesome getting to talk with you today. Best of luck to you guys this year. There are big things ahead for the Indiana football program. We're excited to watch you guys this fall. I appreciate you guys as well. Have an awesome day. Until next time, make your plan and put it to work. Elio.